guys, welcome back to another industry episode of the Echo Podcast. I'm Natalie and alongside my co-host Fiona, we are part of the CSC SOC media team for 2021. We are here with our wonderful guest Don Ramos. Could you please introduce yourself, Don? Okay, sure. Um, I'm Don Ramos. I am the Chief Engineer of User Access Management, which is part of cybersecurity here at Macquarie Group. So our, our team looks after the global requirements for um, identity and access management for the whole of Macquarie. Uh, Macquarie Group is uh, headquarters is in Sydney. So in in that sense, we, we look after the whole organization's uh, needs. Um, I'm pretty sure like the audience wants to know who you are as a person. So okay, sure. like, yeah, first question. So did you grow up in Australia or did you not? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I migrated here back in 1998. So quite, quite a while now. So yeah. That's actually really interesting. So were you from the Philippines? Yes, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm from the Philippines and um, yeah. So I've been working here ever since, yeah. Probably you can read it in the in your history books. Uh, it's when, uh, when the, what do you call this? The Y2K happened. So, oh, Y2K. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's in history books for you. <laughs> oh, it was in, I remember um, that being in our IPT books, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, so what is it like growing up in the Philippines before moving to Australia? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I've always been interested in technology. That's why I took up um, Bachelor of Computer Science in, in the Philippines. Through that, I was able to work in different countries prior to uh, going to Australia. So my first job was in Japan. Then I also worked in Philippines, of course, in Singapore, and also in in the, the United States before I moved into Australia. Wow. What's it like just working in different countries? Uh, they, they have different, um, different ways of working. Uh, different processes but generally it's 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 quite uh yeah it's quite interesting it gives you a, a better perspective on how things work and how how people view the, the work yeah yeah so like now you're just settling in australia for like a while now yes yeah 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 i've settled in australia had a had a look at uh, other other markets or other other locations but i did find australia good yeah. originally the plan was to move again between countries but then I, I ended up liking Australia so that's why I stayed. Yeah did you have like a cultural difference between like moving from the Philippines to Australia? Oh yeah yeah most definitely it's, it's a different way of working uh, uh, it, it, when especially comparing the Asian culture to the uh, Australian or Western culture it's yeah it's it's quite different yeah. Yeah, especially when like Australia is like so multicultural <laughs> these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the thing I liked about Australia is, uh, you, you know, the expression "fair go," and it's it's almost a level playing ground that everyone is. Uh, there's no hierarchical um, relationship. Like any anyone from from an intern to a uh, what you would call a boss, it, there's no uh, disconnect. You can really approach ed- anyone in in the organization which I've quite embraced. That's why I even uh, encourage it in, in my team now that I have, it's like an open door policy, basically that anyone can talk to me within the organization. Yeah, yeah especially when communication is key when it comes to work. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Because especially in software development, I've always believed software development is a is it's it's a team team sport rather than uh, people working in silos. Like uh, you can't really go far if you try to work uh, individually. You know the image of a hacker working in, in the back door and just doing that. That doesn't work. Uh, you won't go as far because, like I said, you have to work with other people and collaborate with a lot of people. Yeah. So we move to the next question. What made you choose to do computer science and cybersecurity as a career path? And are you enjoying what you're doing? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, cybersecurity, I've always got interested in uh, uh, technology, uh, learning about computers. I think I like the idea of, of being creative, uh, be able to almost uh, develop something and uh, really almost like creating your own world uh, in a sense that and you can um, design things. And, and the thing that I like the most is uh, where what I've developed or what created has an impact to other people. Like if people are happy or they're, they're delighted to see what, what's been done or if, if they help them in their work, then yeah, that's something that I that find enjoyment in. Whereas in cybersecurity, uh, I've been working in different industries and different companies. Uh, I've recently moved uh, into cybersecurity, which I find quite interesting. And it, it also follows what I've, you know, how I, my desire to, to have my work uh, have an impact to people. Cybersecurity is actually quite an important aspect in, a, in an organization because uh, ultimately, if you look at it, companies, of course, they sell things, right? But ultimately, especially in the digital world, what you sell is trust, right? So if you don't trust the company, uh, you wouldn't give your details, you wouldn't give your uh, personal information, you wouldn't use the system, basically. So like you won't use the digital bank if they're not secure. So ultimately, that's, that's what I like about cybersecurity. Because trust is equals, uh, you have to show that you have the proper security and proper controls. Yeah, it's very interesting how you pointed that out. Saying that you took a Bachelor of Computer Science in the Philippines, yes. Um, yeah. Did you take any like security-related courses in university? And if you did, how would you like describe them? Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, I took some uh, security courses in um, the university as well. But like I mentioned, my experience is quite broad, and I've seen more of the more of the development side or more the the user side the aspects of it. Uh, cybersecurity is, I, I guess, what what I would I say uh, previously? If you look at it, the approach of security is um, in the past year, in way back, uh, security is something that's added into the the core product. So that's, that's the philosophy. But nowadays, the more digital, di digitized the world is, actually security is, is more primary. You have to have security done before you do the actual product. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. What would you say the difference between security taught in the academia world compared to like when it is used in practicality in industry? Yeah, I, I think in general, uh, it's good to have a solid foundation uh, what the academe is teaching because the ac academe is te teaching all of the different 
it, it provides you with context and history and also what are the different approaches. But ultimately, what is done in, in the industry is very, uh, could be different or very diverse compared to what's in the university. Like, for example, um, there's, there's, some, there's a, a level of pragmatism and uh, practicality when you go into the industry. So that's why I've always encouraged that for students to have like an internship or uh, an experience within the industry. Because what the academy is giving you is the, the framework or the foundation. But then it, when you go out, there's going to be like more things to discover. So do you find competitions that are like hosted by universities or companies such as like capture the flags like ctfs do you find them useful in pursuing cybersecurity? oh yeah yeah definitely because that's that's really encouraging uh the participants to think to think uh in to have those concepts so it, it builds the knowledge and also your attitude towards how to solve to solve the the problems here. Yeah. Uh, we also saw a few times on your LinkedIn that you've worked as a senior Java E lead. What does that um, mean? As part of the role, uh, it's really a senior developer role. You're supporting the other people, uh, other developers that come in. So part of my passion is to really mentor junior developers. And uh, because like I said, going back to what I mentioned that I believe in um, solid collaboration, I, I, I am quite passionate in showing people more the ropes, so to speak, mm-hmm. like uh, assisting them in um, learning about uh, what we're working on and giving them like the direction. So yeah, so that, that's really the, essentially the role of a technical lead. And when you talk about collaboration, is that mostly in Australia or did you find working overseas there was a similar sense of collaboration? Uh, yeah, there would be a similar sense. But, but I think it, like uh, in Australia, it would be more open and more collaborative. In my experience is that um, it's more hierarchical, as I mentioned. It's, mm. The problem with the hierarchy is it breaks down the communications and you only go so far and Whereas here, it's like an open, uh, open discussion, which is always better. With that said, do you see yourself working overseas again? Uh, I don't know. Probably not, because I'm quite happy with what, what I, I'm doing here in Australia. Yep. And how would you describe your cybersecurity job that you have currently? Yeah, like I mentioned, I look after the identity access management uh, space uh, for Macquarie. Yeah, um, yeah, so it's really just ensuring that we have uh, uh, people in the organization would have the right access uh, because the challenge here is given thousands of staff, uh, staff or people in the organization and you have thousands of applications, you got to ensure that people uh, are only able to access what they need not not mm. the other app uh, systems and also if they let's say transfer um transfer groups then you're supposed to um, remove their access from their old group or for example if someone leaves you have to make sure that uh, all of their access to our systems are uh, duly removed there that's a lot of responsibility yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah different parts 
Okay, so let's talk about your um, current job at Macquarie Group. So what does Macquarie Group do as a company? Uh, Macquarie Group is a diversified uh, finance company. And we work through all different um, financial assets or we work to find different financial products. I, I think in Australia, primarily, we're known for Macquarie Bank, which mm. is our local retail bank. But uh, other than that, we're also working on um, different financial products. Like we have commodities, uh, the commodities group, which uh, deals with trading. We, uh, we also do energy in, in Europe. And we also have um, asset management. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's it, it's quite diverse. And yeah, yeah, that is a that is a lot for what a company could do. The, the good thing about it's Macquarie Group is like I said, it's an Australian company, so mm-hmm. it's it's quite of a quite a success story for Macquarie to be a global company and have headquarters in, in Australia. Yeah. And do you also collaborate with other companies to work on a same project? Like you were talking about um, working at airlines and all that. So do you work with other companies or it's all within Macquarie Group, if that makes sense? Um, yeah, we do. We do. We do have partners, uh, technology partners and also um, business partners. So that's why in, in my role, we're also responsible in ensuring that they have the right access. So, yeah. You've mentioned before about how um, within your work culture, you tend to have more of an open communication within your workspace. Um, is there anything else how you would like describe the work culture in Macquarie Group? Part of Macquarie culture is that we, we have what we have expression saying that it's own your career. So by saying own your career is that Macquarie gives you the opportunity to, to grow your career in, in any direction you want, basically. So for example, uh, you can come in as uh, one in one role, but then if you decide to move on to another role, uh, we have all the support that I can done. We, we're very, uh, we encourage a lot of mobility in the organization. Uh, the interesting thing is, since Macquarie Group is very diversified, there's a lot of different challenges mm-hmm. within Macquarie that uh, really allows you to uh, find what you like doing. So I can use myself as a, an example, but I've actually been in Macquarie for eight years now, uh, five years as a permanent, but I've moved to um, three teams. I've wanted to do work on different um, opportunities so, like I said, it gives that opportunity. At the same time, uh, we provide all the training resources and uh, me- uh, mentoring. Yeah. So I've seen people starting as a developer, but then they discover they like to do uh, Scrum Master, and then they become a Scrum Master and do something else. Like in my case, I wanted to explore cybersecurity, so I was able to move to the cybersecurity space coming from the banking side previously. Yeah. Is that a long process to transfer to a different section of the company? Oh, no, not really. Because it's really, um, we have like a local um, career posting and then you can actually apply internally. And then, yeah, you, you, you basically can move around the organization. 
That's really in fact, good. Yeah, in fact, in our graduate uh, program, what we do is uh, uh, the graduates are, are there for two years, but in that two years, there's uh, four rotations. So you can move from one uh, group and different role during the, that period, even uh, moving to different um, offices. Like, you know, I, I mentioned that we're a global office. Yeah. Techni- technically, I could move to, um, I can move to Europe or, or the US if I wanted to, because we, we provide that. But then, of course, I'm, I'm uh, well uh, rooted here already in Australia. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah. then, yeah, but then some, some people, I've seen some people that actually done that, too. It is, like, really cool how Macari gives so much support and benefit to, like, their own employees. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, moving on to the next question. How would you describe a day at work? Uh, their work is full of Zoom meetings. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the I reality. It, I think it's true for you as well. You're in Zoom meetings for for your um, lessons, I guess. Yeah. Oh well, we you yeah. It, well, it really depends on the courses actually because uh, <laughs> yeah, we in USW use like Blackboard Collaborate. I'm pretty sure other unis use Zoom as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway, uh, uh, on the serious side, my meetings are definitely involving a lot of uh, uh, not my meetings or my workday definitely involves a lot of meetings. Uh, especially talking to the stakeholders and talking to the team and uh, really just getting more um, more details. It's really, I act as a, a conduit for the stakeholders mm-hmm. to get all their requirements. And I act as a, uh, to me, uh, it's more of a coach for my team because I, I like to encourage our, my team. It's more empowering my team to deliver rather than telling them what to do. Like, because otherwise that 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 won't uh, scale will well yeah and what would you say is your favorite part of working in cybersecurity yeah I, I guess I mentioned that that it's I like the idea that uh, we are in the forefront or we're providing um, this service to uh, the organization and the impact of it is um, felt by everyone in in, in the company. So um, what is your future goal of what you want to achieve by the end of your career path? Like what do you Uh, see yourself in 10 or 20 years time? To me, I've always liked doing development work. So I I think I'll still continue to be technical. And yeah, still working in the IT industry, basically. And... As you know, we're really interested in cybersecurity, and I'm sure those listening to are as well. So, what courses, languages do you recommend for students? Uh, for for cybersecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Uni um, students. Yeah, for the uni students, I think um, it's it's still. Uh, I know it's uh, no longer in vogue, but uh, Java is quite used mm-hmm. a lot in the organizations or in enterprises. Although it's an old language, it's actually the most complete language uh, in terms of, it's not just the language, it's more of the ecosystem because it has a lot of libraries, a lot of mature libraries that the older languages don't have. But then in saying that, of course, the newer language provide uh, a lot of um, 
a lot of advancements that are not available in Java. So I would say that I've, I've dabbled in uh, Python and I think Python would be also be good. Yeah, but in terms of um, if you wanted like a high performance, nothing really beats C because C is, um, yeah, it's, it's like down to the metal, so to speak. So it's quite important that the, someone in cybersecurity space uh, would know about C because in some occasion you may have to use it here. So what is the recruitment process like to get a job in security? Is there a balance between soft and technical skills or what is more valued? Like you were saying about um, C being very important. Is that really looked for when you're going for a cybersecurity job? Uh, no, when I say C is important, it's, it's more of giving you that foundation. That way you have that uh strong uh, foundation and strong uh, background on how things work. But in terms of what's in the market, it's not a mandatory thing because other organizations don't really use C in in general. They use more of the high level languages. And what makes uh, the recruitment process at Macquarie Group different from other engineering jobs? Uh, Yeah, I think for us, we, we do try to find out the level of knowledge that uh, people have. Like, for example, we do have a hacker rank uh, interv- uh, testing. That, that's to understand if you have a solid foundation on uh, algorithms and um, how think in, uh, on your feet. But then at the same time, we're also looking for people who are uh, able to articulate and explain uh, concepts, because one of the challenges uh, I'd like to see uh, in cybersecurity, one of our challenges is we would also have to explain uh, the reason uh, or why we're doing things. Like it, it's it's quite advantageous if we have we find someone who can also put things simply rather than um, mm. being like a full technical. Uh, yeah. yeah. So with that being said, do you think cybersecurity is a flexible job as in uh, you collaborate with other roles in the oh, yeah, yeah, group? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because um, um, like I said before, uh, in the past, cybersecurity is something you add finally. But now it, uh, like when you create a product and then you start considering what um, security. But nowadays, cybersecurity is, is in the forefront. Like it's the primary thing that you consider. So that's why uh, working in the cybersecurity space, you are acting more of a consultants to other teams. Like you end up being part of their um, pre-checks and um, yeah, controls. That's going back to um, why it's important to for someone also have to have soft skills, not mm. just the technical skills. And as a student who might not know what they want to pursue, what signs that are there that security might be suitable for them? Okay. Yep. Um, I think cybersecurity is good for people who are analytical and uh, I guess patient because it's looking for patterns and uh, it's getting a lot of data and reviewing things. Uh, I mentioned about IAM, which is uh, what I'm working on, but in some of our areas, we also look at um, like uh, cyber threat incident response. Uh, we, we cover all, all the other aspects. Yeah. And what do you think the future of cybersecurity will look like? 
there's talks of cyber attacks and data breaches. How do you think they'll progress in the future? I think it's, it's, it has to constantly evolve. Mm. It's similar to, uh, to me, the knowledge, it's similar to the, you know, the weapon and the armor. Because, um, you know, back then there was like sword and you wear the armor and then, then they have guns and they have, it's constantly, um, constantly have to evolve with the technology. Uh, but, but there's a lot of exciting um, trends in cybersecurity. Uh, for example, one of the things that we're looking at is, uh, you know, how you have so many systems and you have to remember thousands of passwords. Yeah. And so we're looking towards developing a password, passwordless technology. And also, I, you know, how it's already started, like you have face ID, and so, yeah, it's just going to be just only going to continue. I guess it's really a very exciting field for someone uh, new and someone looking for uh, what to work on. One thing, one thing to note is uh, when we talk about uh, information technologies, you may think it's just to do with uh, like developing aspect. But in the industry, it's like there's a lot of, uh, of opportunities or different challenges. There's different roles available um, and also different domains. So cybersecurity is one of the hottest domains uh, right now. So we're reaching to the end of the podcast. We have one last question for you. So for like all the viewers out there who are interested in cybersecurity, what advice would you give to someone who's like interested in cybersecurity? Um, I, I think the cybersecurity is first uh, build the foundation because it's really a very technical space. So if you want to go to cybersecurity, you have to have a solid foundation uh, in, in terms of um, technology and coding. And um start being passionate of, about cybersecurity trends and learning what's out there. And um, yeah, just, just recognizing what other companies are doing or what's, uh, and at the same time, yeah, just develop the analytical skills. And then, yeah, it's really that, that, that uh, I'd recommend. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, thank you so much. Now that this episode has come to the end, we would like to thank Don for joining us on this podcast. It was so interesting finding out more about yourself and your role in cybersecurity. I know I've learned something and I hope those who have tuned in have too. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Echo and if you enjoyed this, we'll be releasing more content soon. Until next time, that is all.